episode 22. Hello, everybody. Hope everyone is doing well. I just want to talk on something that isn't specifically math, I guess you could say, isn't just numbers, but kind of the psychology behind good money habits and being financially fit, uh, which I like to talk about on the on the podcast because so much of being financially fit, investing, saving for retirement, getting out of debt, um, isn't isn't dollars and cents. Because if it was just math, you'd be able to accomplish it exactly when you learned the recipe, right? Um, but so much of the recipe is psychological and emotional. Um, and I'm learning that, and the sooner that you can realize that, the sooner you'll be able to actually accomplish your goals, right? So much of, to give you an analogy, so much of working out and getting fit health-wise isn't just going to the gym a certain amount of times. We all know that you have to work out. The reason why a lot of people don't do it is because they can't manage themselves. They can't manage their their emotions and their psychology. They can't build the habit and the discipline of going to the gym. We know that going to the gym gets you fit. We know that eating healthy gets you fit, but it's the psychology of adhering to that plan, the discipline it takes to adhere to that plan that's the actual key, right? And it's the very same thing with with finances. Um, So what really hit me today, I actually got coffee this morning with a good friend of mine and we talked about, uh, we just caught up, you know, general stuff, but we talked about money, how we communicate those things to our spouse, um, how we go about our day-to-day learning the balance of enjoying money and investing and and that sort of thing. And I'm, I'm very fortunate to have somebody in my life that I can talk to about those things and I, I value that relationship tremendously. But it just got me thinking about, you know, having someone that you can talk to about these things and navigate through these things with regarding the habits of money. Yes, the dollars and cents. Um, There are things that I've learned from him um, regarding the dollars and cents. There's probably some things that he's learned from me regarding the dollars and cents. But just having that person in your life that you can talk to and walk through your financial journey with is absolutely invaluable. Someone that may have similar goals. um, Nobody's goals are probably exactly the same. But someone that has similar goals that you can go to and say, hey, I'm struggling with this. Or, hey, I just, I just got this victory. We just won. We accomplished this goal. Or, hey, we just had this thing come up. How would you handle this? Um, that is so invaluable because when you have, you know, as, as humans, we're social beings, right? It's something that I've had to convince myself of because I have a tendency to be somewhat of a loner, somewhat um, introverted, which is okay. But we have to place priority in our relationships and the reason why we have those, the reason why we need to have those relationships is emotional. Um, it's it's uh, built inside of us to be tribal, right? It, it fulfills a certain space inside of us, even if you don't think that you need those things. You really do to a certain extent, and some people more than others. But for me, having this relationship keeps me motivated, keeps me on track, helps me to live in the larger reality outside of my own mind. Because when you're in your own head, you build this reality, sometimes that reality isn't the actual reality we live in. Um, It's not real. It's manufactured. And so to get input into your head reality, we'll call it, 
um, gets you more attuned to how the world works, right? So to give you, for instance, you know, if you have this image in your head or this reality built in your head about how your spouse isn't doing so-and-so right, and then you talk with a bunch of people and you're, you're doing community in your tribe, right, being tribal, you may learn that your reality that you have in your head isn't accurate and that everybody else is seeing success in a different way, which manipulates and changes the reality you have in your head, which you bring into your home and your relationship. And sometimes that can be uh, to benefit, it can benefit your relationships. You know, if you think you're not doing something well, and then you talk to somebody, you may realize that you actually are doing something pretty well. Or, you know, if you think you're doing something well, and you talk to somebody and they may say, hey, that's not good. You know, they can change your reality. So for everyone out there that is is doing this financial thing alone, who's walking this journey by themselves, I would highly encourage you to find someone in your life, seek them out, and have these financial conversations with them. It doesn't have to be super personal. You don't have to go into exactly how much money you make and what you budget and where you're going. But to be able to talk generally about your journey, your struggles, and your victories with somebody else and to be able to listen to somebody else's journey will greatly, greatly help you. It will help you be attuned to the larger reality that's actually out there. It will help motivate you and then motivate the person you're speaking with. It'll fill that biological, psychological gap that you may not be filling um, that's built inside of all of us. Um, So, you know, that person might be somebody new to your circle. You might not know this person and you need to pursue that. You need to find someone and, and just ask them out to coffee. Maybe you get coffee once a month or something. Or, you know, it might be a friend or a family member. And be careful with the family thing. Um, but it, it might be a person that you already know and you just have never had a financial discussion with them. And you just open up and say, hey, you know, I'd, I'd like to talk to you a little bit about some of the financial goals I have. Would love some accountability. Would love to get your thoughts on it. And then by you spurring that conversation, it'll probably get them to open up a little bit about their situation as well. And then all of a sudden, every time you meet, um, you you check up on each other, see how you're doing with the goals that you have. So that's all that I had. Um, just want to do two quick asks. If you're not subscribed to the Millennial Economics Newsletter, I would greatly appreciate it if you would. Um, obviously, it's free. Um, you just need an email address. You can go to www.millennialecon.com, scroll to the bottom of the homepage, and you can subscribe there. Uh, it also, and it really is the best place to get everything that we're doing here at Millennial Economics in one spot. I usually send an email out once a week, um, sometimes once every two weeks, so I'm not going to blow your inbox up. But you'll get articles, you'll get giveaways, um, you'll get the podcasts all in one single spot so you don't have to you know, follow me on every social media platform and stay up to date with what I'm doing. That, that's kind of the best way for me to communicate with you. Um, and then lastly, you know, if you enjoy this podcast, if you've really gotten anything out of it, um, I would just ask that you would subscribe to it wherever you listen to podcasts and also leave us a review. Um, you know, it, it helps get the podcast in front of new eyes and new ears, which is very difficult to do for a new podcast. So um, that's the only two asks I have for you. I appreciate the time. It was a pleasure as usual, and we will talk soon.